1: Hey, you doing legends? The first trial is in the books and we've had a lot of hype around it, getting ready for it obviously, and there were plenty of relevant players in this game. So I wanted to go through and give you a little synopsis. Obviously we're all itching to go ready for the season. I won't be able to do another one of these for a couple of days. So just thought I'd do a quick one for the Doggies and the Storm. As I said, plenty of relevant guys here. Just some things to know guys, the Dogs had a ridiculous amount of possession, 67% in the first half and then 63 overall for the game. So there was plenty of defensive output for the Storm through the majority of that game there. So when you are looking at the stats, there's plenty of run meters for a lot of the Dogs guys and a a few less for the Storm and a few more tackles, that's for sure. But uh, we will go through the players one by one and give you my thoughts on that. But uh, yeah, obviously 24 to 12 things started well for the dogs obviously the storm actually came back and were up 1210 and just remember guys as well that the dogs were fielding a majorityly first grade side with the storm only playing sort of the, you know they one and seven and 13 I suppose you know if, you, if you're counting Liero as a a, <laughs> a first grade 13 at this stage but um yeah in terms of first graders there in that one so in terms of the stats we will go through that now and some good tackle numbers obviously surprisingly. Um, in terms of tackles, ended up going to Jacob Preston, and, and he was impressive. And we'll um, we'll get into that in a second. But just going through plays one by one, guys. We've got Blake Taff from the doggies there. He always looks pretty solid. Uh, I still don't see him as being a fantasy option. Didn't score a ridiculous amount of points there, of fourteen in his uh, you know half and a bit, I believe it was. So yeah, he's just one of those guys. that's going to probably going to be stuck in the twenties for a dog side. You know, for them to get a win and, and him not to get the points available put in a couple of grubbers as well one wasn't very good but um yeah just looks solid and I know you've got you've got Crichton out you've got Karaz out you've got Otto out I, I I can I can see a world where and kind of Tracy I can see a world where he just doesn't play um but obviously he's training at fullback and that's the clear thing a lot of people think that he's got the spot I don't completely see it that way this is a first trial when all those guys were out so if they were available then we'd know exactly where he's going to be so do we expect that he isn't the fullback come round one, when you have so much so much other talent that are ahead of him at the moment in uh, you know in Stephen Crichton and the like. Big big news with this outside back guys is the Blake Wilson and Draft Skelton who both played last year in the NRL. They have taken a leap. They did look better than what they did um, last year, especially Skelton. He looked like he has gotten even bigger and even stronger, which is incredible um but he's his hard ball running you know pushing guys off him obviously this was against more of a you know developmental reserve grade type of side for the most part for the storm but um yeah he's still gonna be super hard to handle it and he'll have tackle breaks and the like there for skelton blake wilson just seems like a really talented winger so both of those guys i think will feature at some point this year obviously they have plenty of guys that uh, are going to start ahead of them, but uh, you're know, an injury or two, or, or does sort of, you know, just Blake Wilson or or Skelton keep that wing spot and, and they move like a Karaz to the centers or something like that. But you then look at Bronson Cherry and, and he was actually really, really good as well in his first game back. So obviously four years out of the game, guys, he, he be, did pick up a try. He did pick up a try assist as well. And you can see there with um, with Skelton's 39 Sherry there had the, uh, the 42 points. So it was really solid for him to try and the try assist there. Just good quick hands. Just did his job. Like, you know, didn't have any errors from what I remember. Yep. was all good on that front and, and, uh, and just did his job. He wasn't really breaking too many tackles. he was just running hard, hard lines. He's a big boy as well. So don't expect him to get manhandled in, in defense either, or, um, or an attack. So, he is going to be really nice depth, I, I think, for them, just given the quality that they have coming back. And I think that, uh, yeah, get a couple of New South Wales Cup games at, under his belt. And if there's an injury in those centers, I think he's first cab off the rank. So keep an eye out on him. And then Eli Clark got a try as well. So he was he was solid at that. For looking at Burton now, guys, I just didn't see... He's, he seems seems like that guy that it should be really dominating, and, and especially in a game like this. But um, he did in the first run after half-time, I believe, that he... Um, that he almost scored a try, but outside of that, like his bombs were were very shallow, the notes that I took down on him, uh, compared to that of Hutchison, so Burton took the first few kicks from sort of halfway, and and left them, only kicked him about 10 to 15, 20 meters, across the couple of kicks that he had, so they were high, but they just weren't very long, whereas when Hutchison started to, to take the kicks, he sort of had three or four after that, and all of his bombs got the storm deep in their territory, sort of five to 10 out. Uh, and they were able to defend well off the back of that and keep the storm back in their end. So I felt like Hutchison really game managed well on that on that front. And and that was his best asset in this game compared to that of, of Matty Burton. So Maddie, I think you can leave out of your sides at the moment, especially if the kicking's going to be shared. It looks like Hutchison will make this squad at the moment. I have seen some some commentary from from people out there just saying that um, they thought Sexton was way better. But just remember, like you can watching that game, you could see that there were so many more opportunities. That just, you know, there was holes in the defence and the stuff when when Sexton was out there that he took, you know, that extra space or he had, you know, some decent passes and stuff. But um, Hutchson really, you know, straightened up the d- the defensive line. Obviously, and that means guys they can't just drift. If he straightens up when he gets the ball, and and people are saying he's not quick enough, but he he's he's quick enough, right? And you've got Burton on the back of that. And the big thing with Hutcho is playing both sides, and just his defensive output is always massive. So he did miss three tackles, but he made seventeen, I believe. So, um, nineteen. So nineteen made three misses, and and you're taking that in just over half a footy. So 45 minutes, so you're taking 13 points from tackles, and if that was extrapolated out across the game, remember guys, they had 60, for the time that he was in the park, it was 65 to 67%. Possession. So, yeah, he really worked hard in, in defense on that front, and, and so did Reid obviously, with 26 tackles for four misses. So, with Hutchow, I just think if he's named to start round one, he's a lock in in our sides, and, and he's been one I've been excited about and hoping that he would get that seven position. A lot of people were saying that no, Sexton's going to get it. I don't know why they would start Hutchison in this one over Sexton if he wasn't likely to get it. I don't think he did his chances any harm, that's for sure. Whereas the Blake Taff one is that you've got guys that are out injured or rested or going to play next week, obviously as well. So that's that. Maxi King guys, he played just over 30 minutes there, picked up 27, uh, 26 fantasy points, ran for 100 meters. He looked great out there. Obviously gets into his defensive work. And Maxi King to me, one of those guys that I think in this pack he has to get the good minutes. So you'd expect somewhere around the 55 minutes for him with a PPM somewhere around the 0.9 mark. You'd expect about a 50 score. From Kingi, um, he looked free, like he was running, running well, getting into the defensive line, which was a which was a big thing as well. So, what well on to Maxi. And if you, anyone interested in him in uh, in fantasy or supercoach, then uh, I don't see any reason why you you wouldn't. I think there's probably five points of value if, given he's had.
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a
0: it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
1: He had three really bad injuries last year, so Reedy's an interesting one as well. He just looked very much the same. So has the try assist in his game, but also has the uh, the four missed tackles, the you know charge out of out of the line and and put a penalty on. He also had an error, so very normal game for Reedy, but just over half for him and 26 fantasy points or 30 fantasy points, I think it was. So yeah, 30 for him, 26 for Max King. So. Yeah, it's a roller coaster with Reedy, but he can do that if he plays the full eighty. He can get sixty um with a couple of try assists and seven or eight missed tackles. So it just seems to be the way that uh that it goes for Reedy. Sam Hughes, absolute must have, no ifs buts about it. That's for sure. So Sammy played thirty minutes, picked up thirty-one points, which it was I think they dropped it down. He had a couple extra tackle breaks and. Um, yeah they popped him back down 31 fantasy points there hard to find on this sometimes but um yeah 31 for him and did a great job guys had 130 140 meters run and looked strong in each of those runs apparently yeah everyone talks about how fit fit is a fiddle that i read you were saying and he's the one that's impressed and uh yeah i think if you're looking at their pack right josh curran's going to be there kurt Mann needs to come back as well Jamin Salmon was really impressive in, in this as well. So that's something to look at. And I think that Hughes, given his fitness, the way that um, Liam Knight played, unfortunately, for, for those that were interested in him, but um, I think Hughes is gonna be their second minute guy. So you'd have Max King at about the 55. Sam Hughes, I think it could be the 40 guy. And 40 for your second, yeah, you know, middle. Not a, lot of, not a lot of minutes. So when you're looking at guys like Kurt Mann and Jamin Salmon likely going to get, they should be getting some decent minutes, especially Salmon after the way he played last night. I think Husey with 40 minutes is startable, is playable in your side and can get you a 40 points on a week-to-week basis. If that's what we are looking to see and if that's the way it's named, I'm not sure if the benching was a, you end up playing off the bench, but um, yeah, 30 minutes, 20 minutes in, in the first half and then 10 minutes on the other side of halftime obviously you want him probably starting if he's going to play the 40 minutes and we'll, we'll see where he's named. And if that's, hopefully that's not the way they, they play it. Cause obviously everyone's going to have him in their 21 or their 25, but um, yeah, it's like whether, whether you can start him or not, if you think he's going to, get the, if he gets the 40 minutes, he's starting worthy. If he's 30, it's probably, not really starting with. He's like an 18th man, uh, that's for sure. Akatoga, uh, he was great, actually. He looked really strong in running as well and, and did an awesome job in, in his you know short time on the park with 17 fantasy points. Someone to keep an eye out. He, he looks really, really good. Preston, I think he's going to be a 55 keeper. So if you're looking at someone like him, he's obviously kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit in, in our interest just because he played so well last year and he's not a top you know top three kind of edge, but I think he can get there for sure. Especially on that right-hand side, if, if Hacho's um, you know, playing well, I think he can provide some opportunities for Presto as well. And Jamin Salmon, guys, he, he sort of played a bit over 30 minutes as well and, and did a great job, got 38 fantasy points, worked really hard, you know, making 70 meters there and all the way up to 27 tackles for no misses. So he was very much their link man. He was doing great things with ball in hand, and uh, I, I think that he deserves a spot, and it could be like a 30, 30 or so minutes um and you know could come on and play some third team. They do have Kurt Mann as well so I suppose he's just training as a middle I think in this um in this team which is great and uh, he, he's going to be an option at some point for sure but he he really stood out as a guy that um that looked great that's for sure. Sexton came on and and did a job guys like uh, I think that he's obviously fighting for fighting for that half back spot and there's a uh, potential for him to do well for sure but uh, I think that at this point if he's not starting then um yeah, you're obviously not looking at him. Uh, Farmacilli had a had a, a really good start. First 20 minutes was really, really good. He came on a little bit in the back end, um, but mainly that first 20 minutes ran the ran the footy hard. So he'll be fighting for a spot as well. He could be pushing Liam Knight, unfortunately, because he came out and dropped the first pill uh, and then dropped, I think, his third or fourth run, dropped the ball in a, in a tackle. So yeah, not a nice start for Liam Knight there. And then um, he did have uh, one... Yeah, a good sort of draw and pass and then a really good run deep into the line. But outside of that, I think Liam Knight, bit too expensive to even look at these days, especially when you can go about 100K up and get guys that could hit a 40 or 50 average and and their spot is uh, safe in the side. So that's the majority of this video, guys. Obviously with the dogs, plenty of interest um, around a lot of their players. So Ryan Schnackenhausen, my boy, Really, really good return. They obviously were defending for a lot of it. He picked up a nice try. So it's just a quick early pass, cut out ball to Dean Iremia. And then that awesome try, um, set piece. Paps said he um, he called that one uh, with Jonah. And uh, yeah, just showed his speed. So he, he hasn't lost any speed, guys. For those that are owning him, uh, nothing to worry about as, uh, at all. Obviously the big thing here, guys, was that he didn't goal kick. So Jonah Pezik goal kicked. Uh, He's obviously a good kicker. He um, yeah kicked two beautiful ones from from the well that first one from the sideline for sure and the other one from the you know mid part on the left side it was easy and uh yeah that's so pap didn't kick which hurts us a little bit in fantasy supercoach but um hopefully he builds up to that but pezzet won't be in that starting side come round one and it's probably likely to be me then but um yeah you'd expect if pap was going to be kicking early then it would have been on his boot just to get as many reps as possible but that's the main worry there for sure, um, and then yeah, Pezet was solid, obviously kicking out of his end a lot. Um, then Chris Lewis scored really well, plenty of tackles from on his part, and Trent Lyra didn't look as good at thirteen as what many would have hoped, but I also don't think he's much of an edge, so I think they'll just play him through the middle. Maybe he's just a an extra forward that could come on and and spell like um, Josh King, probably the way to the way to play this one for sure. Time we should have actually got some um, decent. Decent points under his belt, but 37 tackles will do that. That's for sure, um, and that's probably where we're going to leave this video, guys. Obviously, if you haven't checked out the uh, fan, uh, the um, the private group there, all the. The links and all the information is in the description. We're, we're about halfway on that, filling that up, which is cool. Uh, so keep building that up. Obviously, check me out on the podcast as well. On the socials would be really cool. And all our leagues and Discord is in the description as well. So thanks for being here, guys. Um, I'll see you in a few days, obviously, going through a couple of the next games before we do a big sort of deep dive. I'll either do a bit of an update on the few games after sort of Friday and Saturday um, or. We'll just do a big one on on Monday. We'll work it out. But uh, thanks for being here. We'll see you in the next one.